Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. up everybody welcome back to another spooky episode of mile higher podcast yeah. today on episode 86 we are discussing the world's most haunted objects oh yeah i'm this so excited for really this. creepy stuff actually like oh, i got kind of freaked out <laughs> it is getting ready for this but and there's just so much stuff that i never even even heard of before that yeah. is some of the most haunted objects on the planet supposedly so yeah i had only heard of robert the doll which yeah will be robert the doll about, but that one's a very famous one probably some ones you have heard of and yeah. some that you haven't hopefully mm -hmm. so really excited to dive into the haunted area of the world because there's so much with that that mm -hmm. is so interesting but today's sponsors are zebit snow upstart and stamps.com and by the way hemp bombs has got some new products that we wanted yes. to share with y'all this is so cool they came out with two new CBD rollers, essential oil rollers, and there's two blends. There's a focus blend, which I'm using now it is very citrusy. And the fact that it also contains CBD in it is so awesome because I use essential oil yeah, rollers every the, day. But having it, the CBD right in there dual is Dual benefits awesome. of the essential oil yeah. and the CBD in there. So And then they also uh, have Sleepy, which yeah. is I haven't tried this yet. Oh, but it's very it's very lavendery. Yeah, these and are relaxing. great just to... They're 125 milligrams, too. Yeah. Hemp Bombs is the best for CBD, you guys. Definitely check them out. And be sure to use the code MILEHIRE for 20% off their entire website. Yes, definitely That's check that out. That's a really good code. Yeah, and they also got pain patches, which are great yep, as well for those are. that have they're chronic awesome. pain. Uh, they're the uh, transdermal patches, yep. which are really great. And they got dog biscuits, right? Yep, dog CBD biscuits. dog biscuits, which are... Tinctures. I have my tincture right here, too. I have a 4,000 milligram tincture right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you got pain, anxiety, or yes. anything like that, then definitely different. check out Hemp Bomb CBD. It's good stuff. But definitely. let's go ahead and jump right into this week's news stories because there was a lot of really interesting shit that happened, really. Mm -hmm. And this first story um, is kind of mind-blowing because the NASA chief scientist came out this week and said that NASA is close to finding life on Mars but the world is not ready for the quote unquote revolutionary implications of the discovery. That's so, crazy that it's like right on the horizon. We're already starting to hear stuff like this starting to come out being yeah. told, you know? Well, and then he went on to say, so there's two rovers um, that are going to be up on Mars from NASA and the European space agency. And he actually said that they could find evidence of life within months wow. of arriving on Mars in March, 2021. So 2021 2021 okay. so we're talking like the next couple of years but still like he's absolutely right that people are not ready for this at all i mean some people are gonna question everything about everything in their life what they believe how they live their life what they do with their time if it's like yeah. the purpose of their life will be literally questioned yeah i think a lot of people will definitely um, be questioning things quite a bit especially people that don't even believe in aliens at all like haven't really even seen any good evidence yet or like don't really know what's going on mm -hmm. they're gonna be shook 
Well, because just even if we only find like microbial life or they come back and what what the rovers are actually doing is they're going to be roving the soil, pulling samples that are mm-hmm. going to be uh, examined for organic matter, essentially. And organic matter is a form of life. You know, it's not necessarily yeah. like E.T. walking right. around the surface right. of the planet or anything. But still, even it's huge, though. even finding microorganisms will just 100 percent prove that aliens do exist mm-hmm. and that there are most definitely probably other alien beings out there that exist. It's just so odd that there are so many people on this planet that don't even believe there's a possibility of microbial life beyond our Earth. That literally the only form of any type of life is here. Isn't that so ignorant with how, you know, huge the universe is to think that? Yeah. But I mean, I don't know any anybody that thinks like that. Um, I'm sure they're out there. Oh, there are. But I feel like the mass majority of people Mm -hmm. do believe that life exists outside of our planet for sure well i think a lot of younger people do but the older generation oh yeah, yeah. still has yeah i guess if you were to go to ask go. your grandparents like maybe they'd yeah. be like yeah i don't know mm, yeah they haven't found anything yeah so. well they believe everything coming out of the government or nasa but this is interesting and another thing that they um another study that came out this week is basically that they believe venus may have been habitable for two to three billion years before its atmosphere became too dense and too hot and like mars everything vanished off the face of it but when you think about that you start realizing that the history of our solar system is so unknown to us and the truth about what what it was really like Mm -hmm. maybe millions of years ago or billions of years ago is really quite interesting to think about Mm because there could have been full-on life and what if we're headed the same way as mars and venus hot and dried out that's what it seems like we're doing right yeah it really does climate change and global warming and everything i mean i think we're still a long ways away from that happening because if you think about it in order to accelerate us to that point we would need some type of like nuclear disaster you know well doesn't it make you think about what if life started at like the furthest planet and then we slowly started moving closer and closer as we messed up ecosystems and like whatever one we could actually have life on we moved to maybe we moved from venus maybe humans originate from venus or beyond yeah well it goes back to that panspermia theory you know like life on earth began from another place in space space. which is interesting to think about because we've learned you know over over time that mars may have been you know had actual beings living on it at one point and you know Mm -hmm. there was some type of disaster there that wiped out the planet and probably nuclear war it's the closest one to us so i don't know It's really interesting, but it seems like NASA is going to be announcing that aliens exist like officially very soon. And it's interesting because all this kind of comes on the heels of all the UFO mania that's been happening. Mm -hmm. It seems like this year with the the Navy and stuff and like Tom DeLonge, he just came out this past week and is like, I have essentially Mm -hmm. alien metals in my possession Mm -hmm. uh, that are unknown to the Which he's been saying that for a long time, Mm -hmm. but he on a more public platform said that recently. Yeah, well, he had it personally for a while, I guess, and then his company actually paid money to buy it from him. It's kind of weird what they did, and so mm-hmm. I think they're going to be releasing information about that. But is he talking about Element One Fifteen? Uh, I don't know if it's no, it's that's already a known thing. We've already actually created so Element One Fifteen. This is some other type of metal alloy or something that he got a hold of from a crash or something like that. <laughs> um, that is unknown to planet earth it's an alien metal essentially and he's going to be 
studying it and trying to figure out where what it is and where it's from. So it's I don't know. It's really interesting. I think we're gonna be hearing about aliens pretty soon, guys, which is kind of yeah, exciting. Definitely really. in the next five years. But it's also kind of scary. I mean, it's really unknown. I just I have no idea how people are gonna react on the grand scale. Do well, you, that's like, what, what the scientists people, is worried like, about. Raid grocery stores yeah. and like act like it's doomsday. Like something like this shakes us up enough that people start freaking out. You know? It could. It could. Like and you and I would probably be like, "Sweet, let's about. go outside and find them." But yeah, yeah. Just imagine how some people would act. Well, I think it's also out. delivery of the news, right? Like mm-hmm. how they deliver. We have, you know, if it's like, "Hey, we've made contact with alien species. Mm-hmm. Here they are." You well, they're know. not going to like dump it all on us at once, which is why they're slowly like leaking things right. over time. These videos that keep coming out. It's going to be. Yeah, it's a slow. Re- disclosure pretty much yep. like disclosure is coming very slowly i mean it's already come in a way it's like it's a giant process it takes a long time because if you think about it it wasn't that long ago like what was it 2004 that they even acknowledged area 51 yeah yeah it's true so i mean it's all part of it it's just slowly releasing the information to us but i think things have really got jump started because of the recent things with uh you know like tom DeLong yeah. and all of his stuff so it's interesting how everything seems to be kind of accelerating Mm-hmm. in this well he's like the disclosure. first company like his with right. someone on board who has a following a platform yeah yeah you know it's interesting it's interesting like we could be yeah <laughs> it's definitely interesting <laughs> it it really is it's going to be exciting to watch all of it unfold it is and it's going to ha- I, I believe it's but... going to happen in our lifetime like we're going oh, to yeah. see it's going to happen in our life the truth about ufos and aliens i hope i think we're going to see a lot of things in our life but another odd mystery um, that's kind of unfolding in Chile, Chile, actually. Um, so last week, there was these mysterious balls of fire that like streaked across the sky and crashed down in seven different locations on a Chilean island. Could it have been ball um, lightning? No, because there are <laughs> balls of fire, not lightning. But okay. maybe, I mean, I don't know. Well, that's pretty much how they're described was like balls of fire. But Oh, I don't know. Maybe they could be. That's a good explanation for it. But these objects hit the ground and then they actually started small fires. And obviously the first thing that scientists and astronomers think of is that these are meteorites, you know, remnants of meteors and things like that. But when they went and examined the the crash sites, they pretty much said that there was nothing natural about it. There was no evidence that these were meteorites or anything really natural. Um, mm. And so the next thing is UFOs, no space debris close but oh. yeah <laughs> could have been like just a satellite because space space junk you know okay, like the yeah. amount of space junk that's flying around the planet UFOs is crazy right away but i was like i i would <laughs> you know me better you know me good i would go there first but, but yeah no space junk that makes a lot of sense there's so much that's oh another my thing gosh. that's crazy yeah so what if a lot of it starts falling down it could oh that's really scary and then it just burns up well, in the atmosphere and becomes a fireball small stuff does Small stuff would burn up, but what's interesting and why there's not evidence of space junk. There should be some remnants of the space junk right. left over on the think ground. There'd be something, but like there's not. I mean, if you look at burning metal or something, like they posted a picture of them examining the ground, and it doesn't look like there's any space junk on the ground. It's just like a burned area, pretty much. So, so that's I don't why know, I people, say UFOs. Yeah, maybe. people are people are speculating. Like, what is this? You know, what could be crashing down to Earth? Well, the reason I say UFOs is because in situations of crop circles, they sometimes find like burning ground and Mm -hmm. like there's electromagnetic, electromagnetic. (laughs) Yeah. 
like remnants right. around. Yeah. Well, there's like radiation from mm-hmm. where that area. Yeah. So it's kind of similar. Well, that's what they're they're trying to figure out. And they're looking at the soil right now and stuff, trying to, you know, provide some further analysis as to what happened there. But weird. Um, people saw it from their cars. Like it really? looks really weird. Yeah. It's like a little ball. It almost looks like an orb going across the sky versus wow, yeah. like a a meteorite i feel like a meteorite might have more of a tail to it but these this is really similar to uh, ball lightning mm-hmm. that's what ball lightning looks like though which we talked about like two episodes ago in that ponder sesh if you listen to that yeah but red you know i Sometimes guess ball lightning could be red yeah it's true but it moves around a lot yeah and it doesn't really it doesn't like crash fall. to the ground no and disappear like, and no. start a fire it floats around and moves mm-hmm. very bizarre though so this is unknown <laughs> something huh. unknown hit the ground and cause a bunch of fires and they have no idea what it is so we'll have to wait and see if they can figure it out i mean they may not be able to this last thing though that i've got for you is this is crazy (laughs) so for the past month or two oregon has been having a major problem with cattle mutilations specifically bulls um so like you know you have a herd of cattle then you have a bull that is Uh, They used to make more, you know, make more breed more cattle and things like that. So the bulls are actually really expensive. There are thousands and thousands of dollars a lot of times for these bulls. And what's happening is ranchers are finding their bulls completely mutilated. So their actual sex organs have been removed um, and their blood has been drained. So if you think about that for a second, it's very weird um, to think about seeing an animal. I mean, I've, definitely seen like roadkill or animals that have have passed before yeah. and you know never anything weird or where there's not with their blood drained a, yeah blood drained from it oh that's freaky and that's why these ranchers are like you know there's something weird going on about we don't believe this is a natural thing because mm. there's speculation on whether or not is this just like natural like are these bulls being attacked by some sort of animal that's in the area predator um the thing about it is the precision that these organs are removed and obviously like blood drained is really kind of crazy. Yeah. And would require some skill and knowledge to do it. Knowledge of like basic, at least anatomy. Mm-hmm. But when they go and find these bulls, there's no footprints around it. There's no sort of evidence that a human has been there. So, so it's very bizarre. So of course, like with cattle mutilations over the years, this has been a phenomenon that's happened for, you know, a long time. Um, and it kind of comes in waves and goes. So a lot of people believe that it's actually aliens. If aliens are here and, and observing us, which interesting fact, more and more people are jumping on the belief that aliens are here just observing us. Yeah. Um, a Harvard professor recently uh, actually came out and said that that's what he believes. What I thought really? was interesting oh, that's so that weird. aliens are, you know, some type of extraterrestrial species is observing us. And part of what they do is, not only do they abduct humans sometimes, but they abduct Dissect livestock animals. and things like that. And, you know, it's kind of a famous, I don't know, thing that UFOs are abducting cows. That's so weird. I wonder how many of you in Oregon have heard of this happening. Was this like reported in your local news? I mean, if you're in a city, probably not. This is more rural areas of Oregon. But it's still um, like it's so happening. weird. Of mm-hmm. course, they're barely going to talk about it. Yeah, and like their tongues removed and just weird things. But these ranchers are... Sounds like almost like sacrifices, though. Well, that's the thing is the ranchers believe that there's some type of cult that may be in the area. That could be, too. That is going out and 
getting the organs for whatever reason or whatever rituals that would doing, not shock me um which has happened in the past so mm-hmm. it could definitely be a possibility it's just weird that they haven't caught anybody there's no evidence that a human has been there and did this to these cows so it's very bizarre the fbi has gotten involved um a lot of different law enforcement's mm-hmm. gotten involved with these ranchers they've offered rewards trying to figure out who is killing these bulls because it's happened a lot over the past couple months poor bulls so, so it's it's kind of crazy yeah so i don't know let's see if anything comes out more with that uh but yeah let's go ahead and jump into haunted objects man i'm excited for this yeah this is some interesting stuff but before we do we'd like to thank our first sponsors for today if you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. So let's talk about haunted objects. Yes. And how to know if they're haunted too. Because I know nothing about this. I always feel kind of low-key uncomfortable in these paranormal episodes because it's never something I've really looked into i get scared easily like a lot of people doesn't do, scare me but the paranormal stuff really does because i really believe in it well so it, it freaks me out and i understandable because a lot of it is very i mean a lot of it is very scary i'll i'll give you that yeah but it, i know really nothing like i don't you know know anything about haunted this and that and how to know if something's haunted and i don't know a ton of stories and stuff well the the great thing about the paranormal is that a, most people don't know that much about it even if they say they do, you know, yeah. like how much do we actually know about something that we don't even know is actually real, right? That's there's, true. A, there's a lot how of people. How much can you know about something that's not like a confirmed thing? Exactly. So everybody can have their own. Right? Everybody has their own interpretation mm-hmm. of paranormal events and that's what true. is considered haunted, how things become haunted. Mm-hmm. There's not like it's not scientifically been proven how an, an object becomes haunted, right? Yeah, that makes sense. It's more based upon people that are psychics and have psychic abilities Mm. that have sort of given this information. And I mean, a lot of it's been passed on for a long time. Like people have been interested in the paranormal and spirits and hauntings for, for years and years and years. And so a lot of the knowledge has, you know, been passed along as well as studying it. You start finding similarities and commonalities between different things that are haunted. Right. So two, there's really kind of two versions of haunted objects. Um, as far as how an object becomes haunted in the first place. The most common way is it absorbs energy from the previous owner, right? So just like a crystal that, you know, has energy and can absorb energy, uh, an object is the same thing, right? So if an owner has an object that they care deeply about, um, it's something very close to them and something happens to them, something traumatic or, you know, I don't know, maybe even just sort of speaking 
it into existence could be a way that you attach yourself to an object. I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly how this works, but most of the times it happens when a traumatic event happens to an individual and there's either an object close to them when that happens or it's something that or it's something they really cared about that they can attach to right their, and they yeah. attach to it mm-hmm. um during that event mm-hmm. so that their energy is essentially transferred into the object and a lot of times when we're talking about haunted things you know that has like a negative connotation to it so a haunted object is somebody that had a negative or traumatic experience whose then negative energy got passed on to this object so that is what people consider a haunted object to be in a lot of cases. So when people like buy haunted dolls and stuff, they're buying like dolls that have potentially spirits that are traumatized, potentially traumatized spirits living in dolls. Potentially. Yeah. Cause a lot of, cause there's a lot of times there's common objects that people, people collect this stuff. This is like really, Oh yeah. Like people, you can go on eBay and buy haunted boxes, haunted objects. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean it's actually haunted, right? We don't know. Get that in my house. Oh my gosh. Whether it's haunted or not, that would be so scary. Yeah. Do you take that risk of potentially getting an object that could be haunted or worse cursed, right? What's the purpose of buying something that's haunted though? Is this like, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful in any way. Like I'm genuinely curious. Is this something that's like, a collection is it more for religious and spiritual reasons is it just for fun it's curiosity is it curiosity and just like i want to see what happens i think it's kind of a mix and it's kind of different for everybody too because i it reminds me of that series that shane did with um bunny meyer oh yeah yeah. and that store that she took them all to yeah that was really interesting yeah you know they had a huge selection and so obviously they have a customer base and people are buying that stuff it's a collecting thing a lot of people collect haunted items i mean we'll talk about you're bringing possibly bringing them into your house unless you don't believe in it you just think it's fun to collect these old haunted or scary looking items yeah well i think well and i think people are like there's a lot of people that are amateur paranormal investigators, right? Like in the, in a sense, I want to investigate this object or I'm a skeptical. I want to see if yeah, this is true. real. A lot of people do it that way. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. It's kind of like why someone would, would play with the Ouija board. Exactly. I mean, there's, and it could be, you could take any sort of, you know, thing that someone's obsessed with and be like, well, why do they want that? What, what about that makes them want to have that thing? You know, yeah, we all but have something like that. These are haunted items that could like fuck up your life. It's true. Like some of the stories of people that bring these haunted items into their house. I mean, their lives get ruined. Yeah. Which we'll talk about today. It's so crazy. that's why I question it. You know, yeah. it's kind of like scary. Like why I get why they want it, but it also I'm like, why do you do that? Like what well, if it goes wrong? Right. That's so scary. I mean, you're really playing with fire. Well, you don't know if you're getting a positive spirit or a negative yeah. spirit. Like what if you're getting like a tortured soul? What if you're getting like the most haunted thing in the world and it just happens to be in your e- eBay haunted box? Right. And then you're dealing with that and it like attaches to your soul and your life. And, ugh. I've heard horrible stories of people <laughs> getting haunted by things. I never want to experience anything like that. <laughs> so scary. That's too bad because I do. <laughs> you want that? Yeah, I do because I, I'm. What is wrong with I'm you? I'm really <laughs> interested in the paranormal, but I'm also a bit skeptical. I won't lie. I think. Really, I th- you love to watch stuff about it. No, though. I do. I I find a lot of it very interesting, and and I honestly do believe that it's real. But I I have a real problem with people out there that exploit this. Yeah. And make tons huge. of money off yeah. the paranormal just because 
they grab your attention and the shock value they and they edit and do all these effects and everything to make it way mm-hmm. crazier than it actually is. I don't really I'm not a big fan of that. I get some people are, but I like the real stuff. Like I've found some really good paranormal investigators that it's very real. Like there's no way they could edit it. It's it's been verified that this is legitimate footage. And I've seen apparitions. I've seen, you know, different ghosts, different things like that. And and I've had a paranormal experience at the Stanley Hotel that we had. So you're not skeptical that ghosts exist. No, I'm not skeptical about the paranormal necessarily. I'm skeptical when it comes to this type of content. And whether, whether or not, or not certain case things by are case haunted. If it's true. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Case I, by case. I totally agree with you on that. Then. Right. And the exact same way, because there's so many people exploiting this stuff. It definitely want you, you want to be cautious out. and make sure the source is good. Can't for believe sure. everything. Because there's just endless amounts of bullshit on the internet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Endless. Yeah. So totally. But another way an object could necessarily become haunted is if it's cursed during a magical ritual. So this mm. is something that goes back to the occult and back to really history even like we talked about salem witch trials i, I mean, say that yeah talking about real people witches and people that practice witchcraft or black magic um people that go that down that road they can actually curse an object um and then sort of enchant it so that the curse is held to it and that no matter where that object goes that curse is carried along with it and that curse you know if you get a cursed object that object is going to have some sort of impact on you or your surroundings or your life or your environment or in some way, shape or form hmm. a cursed object. So a lot of people think that a lot of these haunted items are just cursed and it's not an actual human spirit or energy that's in the object possessing it or haunting it. Right. But in fact, this item is just cursed by black magic, which mm-hmm. again, you got to do you believe in that magic and witchcraft and all this stuff is real or not. That's, you know, yeah, to be determined. I mean, yeah, it just depends on your own personal beliefs. So, which I think people vary in how much they believe in this stuff though. I think people believe in it, but to an extent they don't believe everything. They're just like you. They're skeptical about all of it. Yeah. Which which is good. I think you should have a healthy skepticism. I mean, there's not a ton of solid like science surrounding a lot of the metaphysical world. I mean, even Um, with the Amneville, we talked about, we did a whole episode on that. Remember that was mostly bullshit. Yeah, the yeah. story. I mean, the story could have been all the haunting portion could have been completely made up. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a real true crime case, but then everything in that follows the haunted stuff. Because the hard we thing really right. think was bullshit. Remember, we came to that conclusion that we all mm-hmm. thought it was mm-hmm. kind of a hoax. Well, it's hard too because then you see movies be made and all sorts of media mm-hmm. come out that really Deals kind of and- blows that story up and makes it kind of larger than life in right. some ways and, you know, make a lot of money off of the haunting thing. So I don't know. It, it's kind of crazy, but haunted objects can be a lot of different things. Uh, oftentimes they're dolls, jewelry, bed frames. Jewelry makes total sense. I got to say, cause yes. I mean, especially necklaces cause they're sitting like right over your heart and stuff or like earrings are right. like literally on your head. They're so close to you all the time. And for such long periods of time mm-hmm. as a woman, mm-hmm. I can definitely see that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Bed frames, right? Because you're in bed a lot. So items of furniture that you may frequent uh, could be Mm -hmm. uh, potentially become haunted paintings, especially self-portraits. That's interesting. I wonder if self-portraits get possessed by the actual person in them or can they get possessed by just some random spirit? Well, (laughs) that's a whole nother uh, debate, too, is like, can, you know, if there's spirit, if we are a spirit, a human spirit 
then could there other be other forms of entities or spirits that could be evil when you talk about like demons, angels, if you believe in like an angelic demon realm, um, it just really, it really depends on where your spiritual beliefs are at. I mean, yeah. and what you believe personally, spiritually. Yeah. Um, because if you're not a spiritual person and you know, you're very scientifically based, yeah. which is fine. You may be very, very skeptical and closed off to all this because you like, may think all of it isn't true. Yeah, and you might be right. Bullshit. I mean, it's hard to say at the end of the day, this stuff is not measurable completely. You can't say whether or not all of it's true. And a lot of it is based on people's accounts, you know, yeah. what they say happened. And it's totally a personal belief. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, with the jewelry and stuff, mm-hmm. if somebody had an untimely death or something and they were happened to be wearing a piece of jewelry, it's possible that their energy could transfer into that. into that and become haunted by it. Um, the last thing I want to talk about before we get into the story though, is like how, if you do, if you think you might have an object that's haunted, like how can you actually tell if it's yeah. really possessed or haunted? Yeah. Like um, how many of those things on eBay are just totally bullshit? Well, yeah. And just I mean, being sold as haunted and just cause it looks creepy. I don't know though. I've seen some really, because YouTube is full of, of haunted objects. I know videos. that's why I'm talking about it. tons uh, of it. And I've watched I've watched a couple that were pretty convincing. I mean, really, it could have been fake. Absolutely. But from what you could see in the video and from what the person was saying, it looked very, very real. Like you could buy these boxes and you open the box. They a lot of people open these haunted boxes on camera and they film the whole room and everything. And sometimes weird things start happening in the room as they're opening these boxes. Uh, like doors will shut or something frame, pictures dropping off of the walls doors will slant See, i'm just so like skeptical that. about that because i've seen shit in the past where things for example that dear david thing that oh you and i were God, into that drove me insane that was like at, especially at first oh, like the yeah. first week dude i so. was not even going on twitter on this page because i was like i don't want the demon to come through my phone yeah. <laughs> i was and freaking out a picture of it yeah. like i was oh, like no. holy shit it was scary remember i showed it to you i was like look at this shit yeah but a lot of it, I mean, it all ended up being fake. He did yeah. like a ton of it with wires and like yep. cat lasers and yeah. like things like that. So, I mean, there's so much of that that I almost believed and then found out later was bullshit. So it's like hard for me to believe really anything, especially on the internet. It's yeah, really right. hard for me to believe That's someone who's say. like doing a YouTube video too, because, you know, at the end of the day, they're trying to get views. So they want it to be haunted. Oh yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, a lot of it is for shock value on YouTube and to get views for sure. Yeah, but it's a it's a whole thing on YouTube for sure. People love to watch mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. And even on TV to some extent, I think some of these ghost shows definitely oh, push, push the limits a bit. For sure. But Sometimes they piss me off. Like I honestly get turned off to some of those ghost shows because I feel like they go into these spirit spaces, especially if to hear that some of them are like traumatized or went through like trauma in their death. Mm-hmm. And then they're just kind of like rotting in this space alone. And then someone's coming to fuck with them. And they're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and the spirits are like, fuck off. And the people just keep going. Yeah. It, 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 I feel bad for them. Well, I mean, a, a lot of these people that do that and, and paranormal investigators get called in because they actually are able to release the spirit. And the spirit's actually able to be free. They just need a little extra help out the door. I know there's some like that, but I feel like there's a lot that just like harass them and like yell at them and like (laughs) piss them off. Sure. Invade their space, exploit them. Like these spirits don't want to be on camera. They don't want to be on your stupid show. 
you know i don't know I, I feel point. bad yeah. for them then mm-hmm. what's your opinion about like the stanley hotel because people are making money off of ghosts like being stuck in the hotel yeah, and ghost right. tours everywhere ghost tours and are all no, and they, make, they charge a lot for that ghost yeah. tour oh yeah and so, that's not to the stay only in that example. room they There's... charged out the ass to oh, stay in the haunted yeah. room that jim yes. carrey stayed in so you think that's all like wrong and no, I don't. I mean, it's hard to say because like with the Stanley Hotel, the stories behind it are historical. They they have real, very, very interesting real. stories. Yeah, I've done a video on that. I did the tour. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. I don't think they're necessarily exploiting it. I think it's something that people want to see. And it's like a national treasure in Colorado. Um, so I don't know. I think it's a fine line. It's case I mean, by it's, case. Yeah. It, yeah. That's <laughs> the best way to put it. But I know. I don't know. Sometimes I have trouble with people that just go like hang out in graveyards just for fun or like fuck with the tombstones or take pictures with them like selfies with the i don't know i feel like some people have no respect oh yeah a lot of people have no respect because they probably think it's bullshit too yeah and they're doing it a lot of the people that are into it do have immense respect for it at the same time so it's just like i said case by case it's yeah it really depends on who you're talking about too Mm because everybody has a different that's what's just so crazy about this is that everybody has a different perspective on right. it. Everybody approaches yeah. paranormal investigation differently. So it just really depends. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that's common among all paranormal investigators is the use of the EVP uh, electronic right. voice phenomena. And device. what does EVP stand for again? The electro uh, electronic voice phenomena device, but they're measuring electronic right. magne- voice phenomena, magnetic fields, which is just like sounds that come right. through. Right. The, the static and sometimes you can pick up voices like and words, then the other say something right like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds just like that honestly pretty good <laughs> not all the time though i've heard some stuff sometimes that's like, be like pretty get out yeah no sometimes the spirits literally are able to communicate I, it seems like yeah no oh yeah, yeah i've no. heard some totally. stuff come out of those little machines that i'm like whoa yeah that sounded like actual words right yeah i know it's really weird so what is this machine it's I, I don't know fully what it is, but it's we it's, need a paranormal export on the show. Sometime. Yeah, I, know. I know. And we will. We have someone in mind. I mean, you can buy one. And that's the thing is you can anybody can just buy one of these like on Amazon or something and, and try it out for yourself. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should get one for the show. One million thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One million thumbs up and we'll get one. <laughs> we'll get an EVP device. Wait, Janelle, will you look up how expensive they are? I really want to know now. They're probably I don't think they're that expensive, actually. Because there's the actual meter device that tells you when there's, you know, levels in the electromagnetic field and and how much are they? I mean, they range, but you, how do I tell which one works? <laughs> like, there's one for like twenty bucks. But Is like, there good ratings on it? Though? Well, let's go. I'm on Amazon. Hold on, here we got some for Prime. Mm. <laughs> Here's one that's got great reviews for thirty two dollars. Really, thirty two dollars? That's not bad. We can buy that. Mm. Put on the business card. <laughs> Oh, you know what? What? No, never mind. Doesn't have, um. Let me see. Hold on. I feel like if you're gonna get a good one of these, you probably can't even get a good one on right, Amazon. Right. Exactly. How no. do you tell which ones? There's the there's places you can go. Yeah. I mean, I want one now though. There's brands that are. We should than try others. to use one. We should go to the Stanley Hotel and bring one ourselves. Yeah, we should. We should conduct a paranormal investigation <laughs> of the Stanley Hotel. That always scares me though. I will freak. If it actually starts happening, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to be like, let's check the fuck out. No way. <laughs> no way, Like, there's man. no way I'm sleeping. We, there's well, no way I'm we sleeping. We have to conduct a seance <laughs> in the room <laughs> and open up lines of communication <laughs> with the dead. That's what we must do. And, oh, and yeah. I'm not doing that. I no. understand. I'm not doing that. 
But that's the I'll thing. be across the street at the Starbucks waiting for your ass. But there's, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Oh my god. Does anybody want to come with me to the Stanley Hotel? Yeah, good luck. Dude, I'm sure you can round up a nice bunch of people on this podcast for sure. Oh, I'm sure I could. I know you guys Y'all are out there. Y'all can go paranormal investigate. Yeah. I don't know. This stuff scares me because I believe in it. And I really believe in the Stanley. It's freaky. Especially the little girl, Emily, that lives in the basement and like the cave. The basement, you go into it when you do the tour and it's literally a cave. Mm-hmm. It's so scary. It's pretty scary. It's freaky stuff. I don't know how I don't know how these people go into like dark haunted houses that have been abandoned since the 1800s and bring in one of those machines yeah. and try Little, to like, hear them. Old mortuaries and and then the hospitals. The things like screaming at them and they just stay there. I'd be running for the hills. This stuff scares me so bad to my core. But you don't hear about paranormal investigators dropping dead all the time, right? So the the level of danger there is not as great as a lot of but people. But what if think. they have like bad shit happening to them in their lives? They're like, bad well, luck. yeah, I mean, and as a paranormal investigator, I think you're able to, over time, based upon your experience, able to tell when you're dealing with a positive entity, a negative entity. You, you yeah. know, and I think a lot of this, ha- you have to have some type of psychic ability to sense, you know, kind of like a sixth sense to right. feel out the You probably energy. need to be a water sign. <laughs> Potentially, yeah, but I feel like that's why I've never had Capricorns are not allowed to be ghost readers. <laughs> Honestly, probably not. Or Taurus or Virgos. I think I could be. I think of course I could. you do, Josh. You think you could be everything. <laughs> I, I should list out the things that Josh thinks oh, he should I know. do in his other life. I know. My next life, I'm going to be Astronaut, a... pizza chef owner, <laughs> animal rescuer. I could do it all, man. Teach, substitute teacher. Substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah josh loves the idea of being everything you'd honestly that's a virgo though for you they they mm-hmm. are good at like whatever they do so <laughs> well, thank i you. wouldn't be shocked <laughs> but back to ghost readers yeah <laughs> no it's just i don't know let's go in and jump into the stories though because we've got some very interesting ones and we'll start with potentially the most haunted doll on the planet robert the doll Robert is a very this one freaks me out like really creeps me out creepy doll man he is the scariest looking thing ever his face yeah he's a frightening I do I never want to see him ever that's mean well we what do you know what's wrong with this guy he will (laughs) fuck you up and if you even take a picture of him he's now behind glass okay now I'm weirded out because if you look at is it look at a picture of him because I get so weirded out take a picture picture of him him, he doesn't allow you to take pictures of him but people try. Yeah. Well, and, let's tell you how he yeah. got to the where he's at now. Right. Yeah. If you've never heard of Robert the doll. It's he's a cute creepy. little dog or something with him. <laughs> Dude, That's he's not cute. That's a scary dog, too. Nothing about this motherfucker is cute. And what's weird is he's wearing like actual children's clothes. This like, those is are not the doll, doll that inspired mm-hmm. Chucky the movie. Yes. If you've ever seen Child's Play, which have you ever, you probably have never even seen Chucky or Child's Play, have you? Are you fucking kidding me? I don't watch that kind of stuff. <laughs> Why do that? Why do people do this to themselves? That's what I'm saying. Why would you even pay? I have to be too scared? much anxiety for that because I sit there the whole time and I'm like, my heart's racing. <laughs> like, when I is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? I've yeah. left movie theaters that Josh has brought me to scary movies when we were younger, and I literally left one time in tears. I almost like ended it with him over him Ooh. bringing me to one. Remember that? Oh, yeah. You brought me I brought that you to hell devil. elevator move. Devil. Oh, yeah. I started crying. I had like an anxiety attack in the That's a in the bathroom. And then I was like, I'm going to tell him I'm leaving. <laughs> no, you did not like that. No, I'm not a scary movie person, which is interesting because like I can read about serial killers all day and not get scared at all. And I've taken you to haunted but, houses. You don't mind those. 
Do you oh, like I being scared? Them. When have you taken me to a haunted house? We were like I've teenagers. I've taken you to haunted houses before. Yeah, and do you yeah. remember how I was acting? <laughs> no, let's go Honestly, again Honestly, I probably year. played it up to seem cute for you, though. Well, let's try. Let's go through another one, and we'll report next week after we go to a haunted house. How Maybe we that? should, like, film it for the channel, like how Ellen does, where they, like, film <laughs> them going through. Have Janelle, like, go in front of us and just I'm film. I'm not going <laughs> in the haunted house. Get John to do have it. Have you ever gone to a haunted to, house? No, I've never been never. to one. What? Never been to a haunted house. John tries to get me to go every year, and I never go. The reason I hate it is because they go after the most scared in the group. So the person always me. like this. Hi. So don't be scared. And they never scared. go after the guys. No. Don't be scared. Thank you, Josh. Just Good. don't scream. <laughs> don't scream. Just look straight ahead. Nod your head at them and just walk through and they'll leave you alone. No, they they'll try pop to, out they and They try to on. make you scared, especially if you're a girl. <laughs> I've been it's scared true. in some when I was younger. I used to get scared. The, I used to go to some corn crazy. mazes. What if I just start like throwing scary. up? <laughs> Love you that. could. I mean, it's like, it's scary. I don't like it. And they use bugs, I've heard, and I not deal with that. Uh, shit, I so. used to arrange it so that my dad would bring my friends there because I would want my dad in the in the maze with us. So I'd always <laughs> be like, okay, my dad is going to be the one who brings us and like, he'll take us through. <laughs> follow, follow daddy through. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. I would just like hang on to him the whole time until I was old enough for a boyfriend. <laughs> God. So no haunted houses for Kendall. No, no, no scary movies for Kendall. No, I definitely don't like Chucky. Only sunshine that, and roses. But I've seen like enough of Chucky, like little, you know, clips. Trailers like you know and who shit. he is. It's creepy. Stuff. I don't no. like it. It's the same thing. I it scares me, but I've never seen those movies, <laughs> and I never will. But the it guy scares me, and I think about him sometimes in the night, and it scares me. <laughs> in the night. <laughs> I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't like purposely being scared. Yeah, not everybody likes that But some that people feeling. love it because it's like adrenaline. I totally get it. It does. It gets your adrenaline going. I like, I like it. thrillers. But yeah, different thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the story of Robert the doll dates back to the early 1900s when a young boy named Eugene Robert Otto was given a truly one of a kind handmade doll. Yeah, dude, this thing's like three feet tall. Yeah. By a servant that worked for his parents in his home. Eugene, who everyone called Gene, named the doll Robert and quickly became attached to his new friend. <laughs> and there's rumors that the servant wasn't happy with this family no, no. And, did, and thought the kid was a brat and stuff mm-hmm. and possessed it and mm-hmm. then gave it to him. Mm-hmm. And the home where Eugene lived, which is now called the Artist House, so you can actually still go to it. Um, it's located at 534 Eaton Street in Key West, Florida. If you've never been to Key West, definitely go check it out. Um, we've been there, and we didn't even think to go look at this house. Uh, yeah. But this house has been there a very, very long time. Oh, my time. gosh. Look at Lily. <laughs> She's climbing the wall. Lily, that's not smart. That's, <laughs> that's not, not smart. That was amazing. Honestly, I was rooting for you, bitch. I wanted you to make it all the way up. She's like literally rock climbing, wall climbing <laughs> there. Yeah, we have a very interesting studio setup at the moment, and there's these Our temporary walls. The walls. That was hilarious, honestly. <laughs> yeah, they're like trying. Yeah, they uh, think they we can... will have a regular studio again. By the way, soon it's been very delayed. That's the story for another day, though. It's just been a mess. It's coming. It's coming. Maybe <laughs> one day. So this house that he grew up in was built between 1890 and 1898. It's extremely old, and that's where he bonded with this Robert the doll. And while this seemed like an ordinary cloth doll, it wasn't long before Robert was involved in strange and somewhat terrifying events. The the first hint that something out of the ordinary was happening was one night when Gene was only 10 years old, he awoke to find Robert the doll sitting at the end of his bed, staring at him. 
Can you imagine? I can't imagine. I would be so freaked out. As a kid, I would be truly freaked out if like my Kermit the Frog was like mortified sitting at the end of my bed looking like kind of like looking at me or something like. Yeah. Or I guess I didn't even have a Kermit the Frog. Barney. Were you ever afraid of anything that you owned as a child? You had a creepy clown. No. Were you ever afraid of that thing? I didn't really have anything scary though. Yeah. Did you have anything else? No, I don't think so. Because I probably would have just told my mom to take it out of my room. <laughs> Take I that don't shit like out anything here. that's scary. I wasn't so. afraid of anything either. People have told me they were afraid of their Barney dolls. I had a, I have a Barney. I still have them upstairs really? in my room. Yeah, and he's in a box. But my sister was afraid of so many dolls. She thought all of her dolls were like possessed. Only at night? The hell? No, like all the time. Then she why was, would like, she really afraid just of them. get rid of them then? Because she felt guilty. And then every time she would get rid of them, she would feel like this immense guilt. And she had to go to therapy. It was actually Aww, really sad. That's sad. <laughs> she was freaked out. But a lot of kids go through this where they're afraid of items in their house. Sure. And I was afraid of Santa. Consentance. Really? Terrified. I mean, it makes sense. For it like a sense. good year and a half or so, I remember being like really scared of Santa. Of him coming in. Yeah. yeah I had to go to therapy for that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a ton of kids get afraid of like random items that are supposed to be for kids to have. Like and toys to and stuff. You. And right. end up kind of freaking you out. I'm trying to think. I feel like I did have something that used to bother me. Or like, have you ever thought of any cartoons or like kid shows or that? Like, there's like a scene that's you know like from a kid show, but it's like scarred yeah. you for life. Sure. And you like yeah. think about yes. it all the time. Yes. There's a lot. There's a lot of <laughs> Alvin things and the like- Chipmunks Halloween episode, the werewolf. <laughs> there you one. go. There you go. Freaked me out. Chitty chitty bang bang. Josh is so afraid of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Dude. The child snatcher man. You that dude. always bring him up. That dude's a creep, man. Oh my he's god. He's a yeah. They did a good job casting that dude. He's, Some kid stuff is scary. Mm-hmm. Pinocchio. I got scared of Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pinocchio what, whatever me out island too. that treasure pre- pleasure island. Yeah, that shit's weird, yeah, that was man. Kind of really creepy, honestly. They <laughs> yeah. all. Janelle probably never saw it. You, yeah, you don't I was watch about Disney to say, movies, excuse but... me. What there was something called Pleasure Island. Yeah, dude, Disney's weird. That's Pleasure Island. Day, but Disney's Disney wasn't it? Disney's or was it Treasure Island? I'm pretty sure in Pinocchio it's called Pleasure Island. Disney's always like and it's like a bad place. They're all smoking cigars and Pinocchio like shows up and he's terrified oh, oh no <laughs> yeah those Pinocchio. early disney movies are a little rough but no i it kind of makes me think about little kids that you know get scared of these items maybe they are getting scared for a reason though like as a kid i feel like you're more like able to sense sure. that type of world because you're kind of closer to the other side that maybe some kids do sense like some type of spirit in something they have and experience paranormal. Yeah. Like sometimes I wonder age, if maybe yeah. my sister really did like my sister had a ton of dolls, like and old dolls. Remember my mom my mom bought me this old did China doll buy... at a thrift store and I oh, yes. she creeped me so out. that's the thing is like if if it's used, there's a possibility it could be yeah haunted or possessed or something. Yeah. I always felt really guilty too because I had this doll. I got her on my birthday and we were at this restaurant and the waiter stepped on her legs, broke her legs, and she was in a wheelchair. My mom literally bought her a little wheelchair, but wow, yeah, she was some other she person's was creepy. doll. She was like China. Well, lots of things you never know. Like somebody, she bothered me. I was I could... always just left her up on the shelf. Never, yeah, she ever was touched so creepy. Her. I remember that. Mm-hmm. It's freaky. Yeah, I can't really think of any items that I was scared no. of. I mean, mm. I was already like petrified of hell and demons, so I don't <laughs> yeah. know what else I could have been really scared of. Yeah. So life, yeah, I'm really religious. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. So I mean, I mean, I, I've had that fear since I was real young. But back to Gene and Robert. So Gene wakes up, his doll sitting at the end of the bed. Moments later, his mother wakes up because she hears him screaming for help. 
and hears sounds of like furniture being overturned in her son's bedroom. Mm. And Gene is just crying for help, begging for his mom to come rescue him. And when she's finally able to wrench the locked door open, which the door was locked apparently. So I don't know if she locks him in at night or if the door was like locked because of this event that was happening. But when she opened the door, she saw poor Gene curled up in fear on his bed and his room in shambles, like his room completely torn apart. Whoa. And Robert was still sitting at the edge of the bed or at the foot of the bed. And Gene's like laying there like freaking out. And he's like, Robert did it. What? That is so (laughs) creepy. (laughs) That's so creepy. If my kid said that, I would be so scared. I would immediately take that doll. I'd take it out yeah. to the backyard barbecue or the fire Burn pit. Burn that shit, right? I'd fucking light his ass on fire. <laughs> I, I was thinking we'll about that doll. today. That's what I would have done with him. And what would have happened, though? Would his spirit just, like, release? Yes, or would you piss actually, him off more? No, that's actually the the best way to, to release burn it. it. To burn, especially a negative like entity. <laughs> oh, right. Rub him up and burn him. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Well, if you think about it, it's like you're, you know, fire kind of kills all, it seems. Or yeah, that's true. It seems like fire's like the ultimate thing yeah i mean you could try like salt and there's other ways to cleanse haunted items but burning it's kind of the surefire way to do it (laughs) surefire (laughs) (laughs) so yeah his she's like trying to figure out what's going on robert or her kids saying that robert did it so did he actually do anything but this wasn't the only occurrence that happened gene's parents would often hear their son upstairs talking to the doll and getting a response back in a totally different voice. Didn't you have a have an experience where who was talking to a doll or something? Or no, you talked to a ghost, right? Yeah. You you talked <laughs> well, to your imaginary I, friend that yeah, was a ghost. I totally or... could have just like been making it up as a kid. But I talked to someone. But there was never a voice, a different voice that was emitted from your conversation, right? No. It was just you talking to it. yeah it's not like well, your mom overheard I I, another no no voice no, no, no one ever heard it no okay. one ever heard it and i never made a big deal out of it and i don't even really remember hearing it but i remember like talking to some something interesting but i was thinking it was an imaginary friend or something i don't hmm. know i was really really young i barely remember this really yeah it's always been like this weird foggy memory for me it's like creeps me out hmm. that's very weird i just remember i called her grace Grace. I know. It's so random. What the hell? I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. Hmm. I don't know. It could have just been like in my head though, because Yeah. I don't know. Very I was like I had a great imagination as a kid. So Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So they reported seeing the doll speak and witnessing his expression change even. Giggling and sightings of Robert running up the steps. That is so fucking or scary. staring out the upstairs window were also no, reported. No, no. It's hard to believe that this could happen, but I know it could. I think it did. Robert continued to live with Gene throughout his lifetime, and after Gene's parents died, he moved back into their home with his wife, Anne. Gene decided that the doll needed a room of his own and placed him in the upstairs room that had a window overlooking the street. How nice of him. (laughs) Give him a nice room, a nice little view. (laughs) Here you go, Robert. I mean, clearly he believed that Robert was like a a real thing. To give him a view. Mm -hmm. And... Jean's wife felt uneasy with Robert in the house, as you could imagine, although she couldn't put her finger on it, and she wanted Jean to lock the doll up in the attic where he could do no harm. And Jean finally gave in, and as one could imagine, Robert the doll was not happy with his new digs in the attic. Mm -hmm. Soon visitors to the home heard footsteps in the attic. 
Can you oh, imagine? So like scary. that would be scary. The footsteps no thing is like probably one of the creepiest yes. things with paranormal activity. Hearing like there could be somebody somewhere. Have you really thought you've heard footsteps? Oh, yeah. and it's just like oh, yeah. the house creaking oh, or so an animal or something. Especially in this house with all the trees right yes. outside the windows. Yes. When we first moved in, I was so sketched out by like really? every sound I heard. Really? Remember I like came downstairs that one night because I thought someone was like breaking in and like we just heard all sorts of crazy sounds in here when we first moved in. Oh, I don't Honestly, I that. I kind of believe there was a bit of paranormal activity in yes, here. Yes, you've been saying that the since beginning. you moved yeah. in. I, I you do believe that. I do believe that there's Well, this some, is an older house. And it has had a lot of people through Dude, it. Dude, we found pictures of it though when they first lived in it and it looked so different, you oh, know. I'm sure. I'll have to show you. It's it actually looked kind of creepy and like yeah, dingy in here. Yeah. It looked Ooh, way different. I'm mm-hmm. excited. I want to see it. Interesting. No, I haven't felt anything. So, but I also saged our bedroom a ton and most of the upstairs. I need to do the whole house. Yeah, we definitely cleansed uh cleansed the house pretty good, I would say. Yeah. Because I haven't really had any sort of inklings Issues of... Since. But uh, the first week you were here... You oh, thought, yeah. Though, oh, yeah. Oh, hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. You never, like, told me that. Yeah, I did. I told both of you guys that. Oh, yeah. Janelle when you guys clearly remembers. On. Yeah. You just don't, don't pay attention when I talk about it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're just I like, oh, Josh is worried. <laughs> I Gosh, probably forgot. Like, I'm telling you it's haunted. The whole move was so stressful. It was like a yeah. giant blur. I probably just blocked it out. The TV kept like randomly turning on. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. we did have the TV fall off the mantle in the middle yeah. of the night. That was what? weird. Oh, I totally Hell? forgot about that. That was in weird. In the middle of the night. In when the it was middle of the night. Completely fine for at least oh, a week. Oh, don't scare me. Now I really need to sage again. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I blocked it out. <laughs> I think I think we I think the energy's been cleansed. I haven't felt or seen anything since, but Okay, I hope so. Ah, <laughs> gosh, look at Robert the doll in the museum now. He's so creepy. Mm-hmm. So neighborhood children would report seeing Robert watching them from the window in the upstairs bedroom. That is so weird. And told accounts of the doll actually mocking them as they walked to school. Robert's like, Yeah, hey, what up, what up? What are you guys doing? Oh, like, that's so like scary. jump like in the window, like moving his head, watching you as you walk by. Where's the Snapchat footage of this? Yeah, I'd like to see the proof. <laughs> yeah, and so he's in the attic, and when he went up, when this happened, he went up to the attic, Gene did, and he wasn't there. Robert had relocated himself to a rocking chair by the window where the boys, oh or where the gosh. Uh, kids have been walking by. Yeah, I would have burned his ass by now if I were this no, guy. No, man. Yeah, just... I don't know. I, I think I thought so. that's what you just said you're supposed to do. No, I know, but not necessarily burn it if it's like a if it's having a negative impact on you. Like this isn't really anything. This would have a negative <laughs> impact on me 100, yeah. percent especially if I was getting reports from my neighbors that it was mocking them walking to school. <laughs> Josh's like, oh yeah, that's just that's little great. Robert. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor little Robert. Yeah, Look how what? scary he is. What? Look at this motherfucker's face. So Gene. He actually died in 1974, and when a new owner moved into the house, uh, their 10-year-old daughter was delighted at first to find Robert the doll (laughs) on the attic. Why? (laughs) But soon that delight ended because Robert was alive, and she claimed that Robert wanted to kill her or hurt her. Hmm. She actually woke up one night in the middle of the night screaming in fear and told her parents that Robert had moved about the room, so... It's interesting that Gene left Robert behind in the house, too. Yeah, when it he, is interesting. Or I guess he passed away, so I guess he just kind of, by default, was probably up in the attic. That's one thing I haven't checked here is the attic. 
I gotta check the attic. We have an point. attic here. Oh yeah, we have a huge attic. We could have. There could be stuff up there too. Wait, That's are you one kidding me? Do. No, I'm. Is it a crawl space wait, or a full on attic? What are you talking about? Like you can literally go up there and walk it's around. It's in our. It's in our closet Where? in our room. There's a. What? There's a opening there and <laughs> yeah but that's like that's i had space. one of those no, yeah. no, 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 you no. can't step on crawl that you'll go through the through no, no, the no. ceiling it's an attic dude it's a hundred percent an addict <laughs> what i already had somebody come and confirm that it's an attic. okay well we're opening it tonight after this <laughs> uh, is over that's terrifying and it's in my bedroom yeah, and no, you didn't tell me it's kind of creeped me hell? out because there's like a little hole in the corner and oh <gasps> That's like big enough for somebody to like put an eye through it and kind of watch through the hole a little bit. Oh, oh my god. god, that's so creepy. <laughs> Josh, that's just what I why thought haven't of you when told I saw me it. that? That's because terrifying. it's you need to freaky. cover that up. What the hell? <laughs> and it's no, in our I'm closet. Scared. And I'm like, hmm, no wonder. Maybe there's, you know, you watch these paranormal things. You can actually and, walk up there. I don't even believe that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you open we it, we live in a ranch. What do you think that like that big, uh, you know triangle part to the front of the houses that's all hollow if you think about where our, our actual ceiling is there's all that space up there they built the house so that there's all that storage space up there are you kidding if you me think about how come it, you didn't tell me that when i've been wondering about storage and saying this doesn't <laughs> we don't have enough storage because i've been avoiding going up there because i don't know oh, what's up there and, it, and the truth comes as out I'm ladies thinking and gentlemen all this wow it makes me wonder though if the you know the reason we had paranormal activity in our room is because there's some sort of spirit or entity that okay, Josh, inhabits the I attic. I like that you're just telling me this all now <laughs> after I've been sleeping in that this room awesome. for two months. I'm dead serious, though. I think so. There's... Maybe we need to go up there like tonight. Maybe we should take a video and then like, we could play it on the podcast if anything interesting happens. What if we open well, it up and fucking Robert the doll's up there? <gasps> what if there's a doll or there's oh, like a creepy old man. thing? <gasps> I'm getting, I know, I feel know. sick. Now I feel like I'm going to throw up. The people that built this house, we have no idea who they were. What, what if they it did. hasn't been open? In they like were old though, decades. The who lived here, and there's an old creepy something. Uh, up there, there could be stuff up there. I mean, who knows? Nobody goes. It's weird that when you like buy a house, nobody goes and like inspects your attic for weird stuff or like I don't know. It's kind of weird that nobody's been up there. So I was gonna wait and have like our pest control guy go up there and <laughs> wow, and, and, send the orkin dude send, up there. <laughs> send, yeah, send the. <laughs> the orkin guy up there to investigate for me and lay some spider traps because that's my whole thing is i don't want to open it up and all of a sudden oh we got gosh. some type of animals coming out oh my well, gosh you'd be able to hear if there were animals yeah. up there what True. on earth i had no idea we had an attic this is all news to me i feel like i'm finding out something <laughs> huge right now it is kind of huge oh man so yeah we'll we'll find out what's in the attic and let you guys know <laughs> stay tuned so back to Robert the doll. So Robert the doll, after this girl and her family moved in in the seventies, they got out of there right away because they immediately the, their yeah. daughter was terrified mm -hmm. and they knew something was up. And Robert the doll was actually given away. And today he actually lives in the East Martello Fort, where you can actually go and visit him. Of course, so creepy. Um, and so you know, like we were talking about at the beginning. He's in a glass case. A lot mm -hmm. of these haunted objects are behind these glass, glass cases, cases yeah. which isn't just because like it's behind glass. Mm -hmm. It's because they've been, you it know, can contain them. You can enchant and charm and whatever you, whatever word you want. Bless the case is like, if you believe in that and it, it protect, protects, keeps, it. Oh, keeps the negative entity the trapped. Yes. Okay. Yes. So mm -hmm. is Robert the doll really possessed? Mm -hmm. Many believe that the origin of Robert's evil lies in the one who originally gave him to Gene Otto which is the servant 
this woman was supposedly mistreated by the family and to punish them, it is believed that she cursed the doll with voodoo and black magic, mm. which could explain it. So this Robert the Dolls is actually a cursed object and not necessarily a, um, some type of spiritual entity that is inhabiting it. So it's cursed. But obviously okay. we, no one really knows for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess you got to go see him yourself and uh, well, try to don't. take a picture of him. Don't. No, why are you telling people to do that? People who have taken pictures of Robert have like gotten in car accidents, nearly died. Don't take a picture of his ass. That's like his one rule is don't take a picture of him. A selfie? Yeah, no selfies with Roberts. And he does not like flashes. Okay. <laughs> Definitely does no flash good, for talk. Does he have a good side? <laughs> <laughs> he is not into that shit. You can come look at him, but you can't take a picture of him or you'll get haunted is the story. So people, there's literally sorry notes Letters. all around mm. his container of them being like, sorry, Robert, Cursed shouldn't have taken your picture. Yeah. And there's pictures of people's cars smashed and everything. Yeah. It's really and even though he's in a glass case like the staff there even says that they feel extremely uncomfortable when Dude, being around him imagine like cleaning his little case scared. and stuff i'd be like okay like, robert this is not gonna bother you too long man you just gotta use a swiffer to get underneath the, <laughs> that arm there it's a little dusty there buddy yeah that robert do you out. like lemon pledge he's <laughs> like fuck you <laughs> don't take a picture of me oh, that's crazy uh, but yeah he's believed to be the most haunted doll in the world which is crazy that is crazy. Key West, Florida, if you're ever down there and you're interested in getting a glimpse of, of the of the man himself, Yikes. he's down there. This next one, though, is the world's most haunted painting. It's a very creepy painting, and I'll tell you why. It's very creepy. So if, if, if you're listening, it looks like a man that is... Slowly melting and dying. Slowly melting and burning to death. Yeah. Uh, screaming in pain and anguish, hence the name. But like Loki, he also looks kind of calm in a way. Do you feel that? I don't feel anything calm <laughs> Loki. from that. No. I feel like he's like a no. little bit mellow for his situation. Like I could, for someone who looks like they're burning alive, it looks like he could be a little more dramatic. Well, it looks like like expression. one of his eyes is missing. Too. Yeah, dude. He looks like he's far gone. That's- Just looks like he's singing to me. No. <laughs> and once you hear how... Okay. So... <laughs> The person that painted this was an extremely disturbed individual. He actually mixed Ooh. his own blood with what? oil paints in oh, order to scary. create this painting before he committed suicide. Oh, that's so scary. Okay, that just changed everything. <laughs> just forget everything I said. Yeah. It's like a peaceful... Would you want to put it in your bathroom? To get <laughs> no, I just... Never mind. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that's so creepy, blood. What's interesting is that the guy that actually owns this painting now is named Sean Robinson, and he apparently got it from his it. grandmother, who told even told him that a spirit lived within it. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. And the and the Sean, he didn't actually believe in the paranormal. Actually, just like was like, ah, whatever. It's you know, crazy looking painting. I'm gonna hang it in my in my home. Yeah. And so he did. And then his wife began seeing dark figures lurking around the home. His son fell down the stairs. And his wife has felt like something stroking her hair. Uh, That bothers me. Mm -hmm. In college, we were in a sorority and there was all these, everyone would talk about how this, like some type of spirit would like pull on their hair. And that creeps me out so Mm -hmm. much. Like if anything ever touched my hair in the middle of the night, I'd be so, or just any time if I ever felt something like, 
or that a hand scares sometimes, me. Oh, that literally you feel gives me chills. Like hand on your shoulder, like no, 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 and you turn no, no, around, no, no, and there's no, no, nobody no. there. No, 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 that's so scary. That is so scary. I can't imagine. I'd be like, get this painting. I would throw it off the balcony <laughs> and hit someone out in the street. That's not what he did. He still has it. I'm pretty sure he still has it. He actually put it on YouTube, and and there's a clip of the painting. He started filming the painting because he's really? like to prove that it is real. Yeah. And so there's a clip on YouTube. Um, we'll show it, and it actually has the painting on the, on the wall, and it shows like door slamming How and weird things this? happening. I if his son almost got injured from this thing, well, I think he's moved it down to the basement. That's maybe like or contained it in some way. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe but, he like put it in a a case and blessed it like the last thing with Robert. <laughs> no, I don't think he's done that. But he's heard strange noises coming from the painting, like scratching and like a man crying. So there's clearly some type of, you know, energy from an individual inhabiting this painting, it seems like. Um, but the videos that he has actually like he has a YouTube channel. This uh, this guy, Sean, does and he hasn't posted in a couple of years, but he's got a bunch of different videos on there uh, showing like different things that have happened and proving that he has this anguish. Can we watch some of it? Yeah, I can show you a, uh, one of the most popular clips here. Hello, I've just set the picture of the anguish man back up in the top bedroom. I'm going to record it for approximately eight hours, see if we can catch some of the activity. Burn the shit, dude. What this? This is crazy. So, yeah, that's the anguished man. Well, it's interesting, but I have to say as a skeptic side, sure. you know, to play devil's advocate. Yeah. Um, do you, I don't know. Like, do how can him? you believe yeah. him? Right. Like what? I mean, you have to just take his word for it. And I'm not like accusing him of lying. But at the same time, like I have seen people move doors with like fishing wire yeah. and like. Yeah, it's hard to say, but that is super creepy. Well, and I think it's easier to believe haunted objects that have exchanged a lot of hands yeah. and multiple people, multiple different people it. have had ex- experiences of paranormal experiences. But I mean, at the same time, this guy isn't like really profiting off of it. He's not trying to not do anything really. crazy with I mean, it. Like, like he just keeps it in his video. house and shares it. It's yeah. not like he sold it off. Or no, like, and he doesn't even post anymore. Like who no. knows even what, what happened with it. Yeah. Or, and he did seem kind of honest, but it's it's hard to say. I mean, it's totally going to be up to the person watching whether or not you believe that. Yeah. So this next item is called the Killing Chair of Thomas Busby. In June 1702, so going back, this is an old one. In June 1702, two men were killed, one bludgeoned to death and the other tarred, feathered, and hanged. This is what oh they used to do gosh. to people back then. They'd yeah, like they strip did. you naked. They'd paint you with hot tar. And mm-hmm. then they'd stick a bunch of feathers in you and then hang Poor you. feathers like, on you. Can you even imagine that? I've seen the John Adams series. I know what they did. Yeah. The latter killed the former after they argued about the killer's wife, who was also the victim's father. And after killing his father-in-law, Thomas Busby returned to his favorite chair at a quiet country pub nearby. Eventually, authorities tracked down Busby down to the chair, which he refused to leave. He was, of course, forced up and Busby was dried or <laughs> dried. <laughs> he was dried for his crime. 
He was tried and he was found guilty and hanged at a nearby crossroads uh, crossroads. And before he died, Thomas Busby cursed the chair. Anyone who sits in his beloved seat will surely meet death. Now, fast forward into the future. This chair remained in that pub for centuries, clearly mm-hmm. a long, long time. And during World War II, airmen from the nearby base frequented the pub and locals noticed that the soldiers who sat in the chair would never return from the war. In 1967, two Royal Air Force pilots sat in the chair only to crash their truck into a tree just after they left. In 1970, a Mason tested his fate in the hot seat only to die that same afternoon by falling into a hole at his job site. A year after that, a roofer who sat in it died after the roof he was working on collapsed. And when the pub's cleaning lady tripped and fell into the chair, she died shortly afterwards from a brain tumor. And the list goes on. And finally, the pub owner moved the chair into the basement. Unfortunately, even in stores, the chair claimed another victim. After a delivery man took a quick rest while loading packages in the uh, storage room, he was killed in a car accident that same day. Wow. (laughs) Sounds haunted to me. So eventually, the pub owner donated a chair to the local museum in 1972. (laughs) Good call, man. And the museum actually displays a chair by hanging it five feet in the air so that no one can possibly sit in it. Oh, that's Again. so creepy. Unfortunately, that's no one smart. has. But some people claim that the chair has claimed the lives of some 63 people who, after taking a seat, had untimely deaths. Others say it's just coincidence, but I don't know. That's kind of crazy. That is. The fact that the untimely deaths happen so quickly after yeah, is definitely makes you wonder. Telling. I mean, it's interesting. I though. definitely think there's cursed items. Yeah. You know? But how do you really curse an item? I mean, I'm not the right person. Especially to ask. like as you're being, I mean, as you're, is there some type of transfer that happens like right, like right before you, you die, like you're I able to pass your energy onto an object in some way or curse it or, you know. Well, it's kind of interesting if you think about, you know, near death experiences. We've done an episode on yeah. about that, yeah, and how there are so many reports of people feeling like they leave their bodies and like right. hover above. Like maybe when you die, your soul does leave your body and like kind of floats around. You and if it's control. unsettled and you're not going to pass on to the next life, maybe it attaches to something. Sure, that's a good, you know, that's a great theory for sure. Yeah, I mean, who really knows? But yeah, what a what a crazy object this mm-hmm. chair. The next thing is called the Myrtle's Plantation Mirror. So Myrtle's Plantation is allegedly a haunted bed and breakfast that uh, many consider to be the most haunted house in the United States and potentially one of the most haunted houses in the world, actually, which a uh, plantation doesn't surprise me. Yeah. This plantation dates back to 1796, and it was built on a Native American burial ground. Never a good idea. And additionally, it is rumored to be the location of at least 10 murders and paranormal events are an almost daily occurrence here. One of the main hauntings, though, surrounds the story of a slave girl named Chloe, who was allegedly killed by the other slaves for poisoning one of the meals prepared for uh, the family that lived there. And the legend says this meal directly resulted in the death of Sarah, Matilda, and two of her children. Visitors to the Myrtle's plantation have reported seeing Chloe wandering around the plantation, sometimes accompanied by the sound of wailing children. Ooh. Uh, the oldest child of Sterling is said to have been murdered in the home and as a result of being stabbed over a gambling debt. And there's also a spot on the floor that supposedly can never be cleaned. Three Union soldiers allegedly broke into the home in an attempt to rob it and were shot in the parlor. 
And the spot is reportedly the same size as a human body and is where the soldiers fell. So the spot that can be cleaned is some sort of remnants from these soldiers, which is crazy. But perhaps the most haunted item on the premises is a mirror that was added to the home in 1980. It's like this creepy mirror. It's got this gold uh, frame to it. It's very almost like Victorian looking. Um, But it's said to retain the spirits of those who have died in the house. And frequently photographs taken by visitors in the mirror show multiple handprints on the glass, despite the mirror being thoroughly cleaned every day. Well, sometimes you can't get handprints off. <laughs> but also right. uh, people seeing like possible apparitions of, of these children and things like that. Just really creepy, weird things. Sometimes mirrors do seem really creepy, especially if they're dirty. Mm-hmm. Those older looking ones. Are There's a lot of yeah. think of all the people who have looked in it before you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of haunted mirrors out there, actually. But the next thing is my favorite of the objects we're going to talk about, and that's Annabelle. Oh, this creeps me Another out. doll. The dolls are very creepy. Yeah, the dolls are definitely creepy. But before we talk about Annabelle, we'd like to thank our last sponsors for today. So Annabelle the doll is actually another one of the most haunted dolls in the world. And in 1970, a woman shopping in a thrift store bought a Raggedy Ann-style doll for her daughter who was in college. Very weird gift. Yeah. But her daughter liked it, of course, and put it in her apartment. But soon, her roommate and her both noticed odd things happening involving the doll. It would move by itself, often being touched. It's freaking. <laughs> it would move by itself, often being found in another room, even though no one had touched it. They found small scraps of parchment paper, which they didn't even own, with childish handwriting scrawled on them. So there was like creepy writing on these little pieces of paper that they actually found that no clue who wrote it. And it was in this like childish handwriting. I think it said like help, help something. I can't remember what the other part is, but it said help something in like this weird writing. And they even found the doll standing on its rag doll legs one day. Can you imagine that coming home and seeing a doll yeah, standing on her super the legs? Like scary. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would freak me out. The dolls really creep me out. They really do, especially that they're all these like really big dolls. I mean, they're not did just, you ever like, ever dolls. Mm-hmm. ever have a Raggedy Ann? Yeah, or? have you ever seen a Raggedy Ann? My I grandparents had one. Had one. Yeah. No, Grammy and Grandy had one at their house though. They had Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, Whoa, I bet they were still around somewhere. They're probably in storage or something. Yeah, they're probably in storage. They were our parents' toys. Wow, Ooh. Old, they owned them. Old, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had a Raggedy Ann doll. I was obsessed did with you? that thing. Really? Yeah. I never really got the whole Raggedy. They're kind of creepy looking too. But yeah, they kind of look like clowns, like little like they look like um, Annabelle, kind of that movie. Yeah, yeah, the yeah fact well, that yeah, the movie's based the movie, on this yeah. doll. Yeah, well, makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. The fact that the nose is a triangle is so creepy looking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the movie Annabelle, which this story inspired, you know, The Conjuring and the whole series mm-hmm. uh, investigated by Ed and Lorraine Warren, which we'll talk about in a minute. But They're Annabelle, famous. the movie, is actually one of my favorite movies. Actually, It's very interesting. I find Never this. I it. find the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really it's creepy, but it's it's a doll. Like how scared of a I doll know. could you be? I was even scared during that one movie that's not even supposed to be really a horror movie. <laughs> Which one? The one that was made by Jordan Peele. Oh, Get Out? Yeah, yeah. Get Out. That wasn't even supposed to be like a horror movie. And no, it's I a had thriller. to like leave during it. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. We during watched the brain it together and part. you really liked it. I didn't watch the brain surgery part again with you, remember? I literally left again. Oh, I didn't see the part either. Spoiler we alert. left together. Oh, okay, yeah. good. We were like, we're going to leave during this scene. Bye. <laughs> it was a, it was kind of a 
like crazy. I mean, it was just, um, it was more mind like yeah, crazy. It's more of a thriller, but yeah, yeah, even that kind of stuff scares me. So totally. definitely have not seen Annabelle. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. Don't see it. So the frightened girls contacted a psychic medium who told them that the doll was possessed by the spirit of a young girl who had died in the apartment building. Yikes. Annabelle was the name. And they said that she liked the college girls and wanted to stay with them. So they told her that she could. Interesting. So the medium said, hey, this is possessed by yeah. a spirit. Her name's Annabelle. Can she stay? And they were like, sure. What? What? I'd if be like, no, us, please sure. burn it immediately. Yeah. Well, they made the wrong decision because granting the spirit permission leads to increased paranormal activity. If you're just like, yeah, sure. Come on right. in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you welcome the spirit in, mm-hmm. then they will right. they will show themselves even more because they're like, hey, you invited me in. I'll show you who I am. So this is when they started having crazy paranormal activity in their apartment, actually including having a male friend get attacked by the doll one night, leaving vicious scratch marks all over his chest and torso. So after this, obviously, they're at their wits end, and the girls contacted renowned psychic investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren, which uh, Lorraine Warren actually recently died uh, this past year, I believe. Um, there's a lot of horror movies and, and paranormal investigations that these guys did that ended up as horror movies, I should say. Um, But this married duo soon found the doll is not possessed by the spirit of a child at all, but rather it is possessed by a demon who had lied about its identity in order to get close to the girls, perhaps intending to possess one or both of them. Mm. So that's that's the difference between Robert the doll and Annabelle the doll is Robert the doll we believe is a cursed object. Annabelle the doll is actually possessed by a spirit and a negative entity, a.k.a. a demon. If you believe in demons and angels, like if you believe in, if you believe in that there's positive, negative and negative energy, then you believe there's positive, negative entities, positive entity being like an angel Mm -hmm. or something and a negative entity being being a demon. demon, So, so they believe that Annabelle is possessed by demon and the girls actually gave Annabelle to the Warrens who encased it in a glass display cabinet, much like Robert the doll in their occult museum in Connecticut, actually. And the sign on the glass reads, quote unquote warning positively do not open oh that's so scary yeah and the yeah it's i believe you can still go see it today uh annabelle um they still have Ugh, i don't want to see any but, of those things i feel like it could attach to me it scares yeah me. very creepy but obviously the movie they made annabelle the doll much much scarier than just a raggedy ann doll uh, if you've ever seen those movies it's uh yeah definitely creepy so this next object is another painting, and this is called The Hands Resist Him. This is a very bizarre painting, very creepy painting. Um, honestly, a bit disturbing because it shows a young boy standing next to a girl doll with hollow eyes and a sad downturned mouth. Aww. The doll is holding a strange <laughs> device with wires coming out of it. But the eeriest part of the painting is that there are many disembodied children's hands <laughs> reaching toward the boy through the glass panels of the oh, door. Oh, that is so just freaky. If you look, it's just a bunch of like little hands. They look so upset too. Oh, what a creepy picture. Mm-hmm. But what's even more disturbing than the actual painting itself are the stories of what has happened to people who have come in contact with it. It has an ordinary beginning. It was painted in 1972 by the artist William Stoneham. 
who was on a contract to produce two paintings a month for $200 each, and in 1974 was put on display at the Fan Garden Gallery in Beverly Hills, California, and it was reviewed by the art critic for the Los Angeles Times, Henry Seldes, and purchased by the actor John Marley, who was in The Godfather. But then the story gets weird. A few years after the painting was sold, the art critic Henry Seldes died. Oh, wow. Then the gallery owner died. Cursed. And then in 1984, John Marley died. Damn. And then the painting just straight up disappeared for years. What? And didn't, yeah, they, yeah. they still know they where it don't, is now? No. Well, they didn't know where it was for a long time, but then it finally resurfaced in 2000, uh, 2000 in a bizarre posting on eBay. Oh, that's so So weird. like all these people died, painting disappears. Then randomly in 2000 just shows up on eBay. And it says that the owners were trying to sell it because they said it was haunted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no shit. The owners said that they claimed the boy and the doll in the picture would fight each other during the night, which would terrify oh their four-year-old gosh. daughter. Yeah, I can't imagine. They said, "What I'm, is she holding in her hands?" Oh, we don't know. In the exactly. picture, it looks like a bomb. Yeah, there's like, like wires a, coming out of it. Does look like some sort of like bomb pipe or something. bomb or something. Yeah, it's weird looking. So the owner set up a motion sensing camera in the room for three nights and claimed they captured the boy in the picture, leaving the frame and coming into the room. Oh, hell. Apparently no. fleeing in terror. That is so creepy. And what a skeptic might think was a marketing ploy, the owners warned buyers not to bid on the painting if they were faint of heart or unfamiliar with supernatural events. But more than you'd 30. Be like possessed if yeah, you just bid. Right. Or just oh, like interact with, with the posting at all. But what's crazy is 30,000 people visited the auction page. Many reported just looking at the painting made them feel ill or upset. And the painting ultimately sold for a whopping $1,025 to a buyer in Michigan who is reportedly keeping it in storage and refusing much, much bigger offers to buy it. And because of the internet sensation, Stoneham came forward with what inspired him to paint such a haunting scene. The boy, he said, was himself. It was modeled on a photograph taken when he was five. And the title comes from a poem written by his then wife. It reads in part, the hands resist him like the secret of his birth. Stoneham was adopted and the children's hand, he says, represents other lives. The glass door uh, is the barrier between worlds and the doll, his guide between those worlds. Mm. And he actually went on to do another series of sequels, uh, paintings, uh, called the hands invent him which depicts the scene on the other side of the door which is kind of weird so, so it's just creepy. kind of a creepy painting that he made that i don't know somehow ended up haunted wow. um yeah very weird and this last object that we're going to talk about today is probably the craziest of them all this is so creepy. um it's known as the most haunted object in the entire world and it's called the die buck box Die buck. Die buck, yep. So what is the die buck? In Jewish mythology, a die buck is a malicious spirit that is believed to be the lost soul of a dead person. Mm. Instead of going to heaven, the soul becomes trapped in an object and it will remain there until someone helps release the spirit. I didn't know that was part of Jewish mythology. Interesting. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, there's different flavors of of Judaism and Mm -hmm. Christianity. So yeah, some believe in, um, I mean- Christians believe in demons and evil spirits yeah. and things like that too. So it's weird they it's weird that they have like their own word for it though, a die buck. Mm-hmm. Huh. And the word die buck actually comes from the ancient Hebrew word meaning to cling. 
So the story begins in September of 2001 when an antique buyer and refinisher, Kevin Manis, attended an estate sale in Portland, Oregon. The auction was held to sell off the belongings of a 103-year-old woman, and her granddaughter informed the antique dealer of the woman's past when she noticed that he had purchased a simple wooden wine cabinet. The old woman had been Jewish, the only one of her family members to have survived her time in a Nazi concentration camp during World War II. When she immigrated to the United States, the wine cabinet and the two other items were the only things she brought with her. The -hmm. woman's granddaughter explained that her grandmother had always kept the box hidden away and said that it should never, ever be opened because it contained a malicious spirit called a die buck. Oh, that's so creepy. She had actually requested that the box be buried with her. But by doing that, it actually went against Jewish tradition, so her family didn't, didn't do it. And when Kevin asked the granddaughter if she would like to keep the box for sentimental reasons, the woman refused and actually became very upset and said, we made a deal. You have to take it. Jeez. So Kevin took this wooden box to his furniture finishing shop and then put it in his basement. And one day when he left the shop while he went on an errand, he soon got a call from his frantic salesperson that someone was in the shop swearing and smashing things. When Kevin returned to the shop, he found the lights in the basement broken and the room filled with the stench of cat urine. What? Yeah. Was there a cat? I don't think so. Ooh, but it just smelled like like ammonia. Yeah, like probably just a really nasty, you know, that really putrid. Yeah, it's horrible. So when Kevin started working on the box because he was going to refinish it, Uh you know, antique, um, he quickly decided not to. And instead just decided to clean it. And when he was getting ready to give it to his mother as a birthday gift. (laughs) That's nice. His mother came to the shop so the two could go out for lunch. And at which point he gave her the box. And when Kevin left briefly to make a phone call, an employee came to him saying something was wrong with his mother. He returned to his mother and found her sitting in a chair, expressionless, crying and totally unresponsive. She was rushed to the hospital and it turned out she had had a stroke and lost her ability to speak for a long time. Literally. Right after he gave her this box. That's definitely a curse then. Mm -hmm. During this time, she could only speak using a spell board in which she would point to letters to spell out words. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. This is why I don't want anything to do with anything haunted. (laughs) Yeah, crazy man. And when he asked her how she was doing, she spelled out no gift. No gift. Wow. When he said he'd given her a gift, she emphasized hate hate gift. gift. So she like knew. Yeah, she's she like, like, this is bad. Whoa, that's She so blamed scary. the box. Mm. So then Kevin decided to give the box to his sister. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> like, what you doing, well, man? Well, mom that's doesn't want nice. it. We'll give it to sister. <laughs> and she kept it for a week and then gave it back. And then he gave it to his brother and then his brother's <laughs> wife, who only kept it for three days and then returned it. And the brother said it smelled like jasmine flowers and his wife said it smelled of cat urine. Mm. I wonder if a cat just pissed in this box, maybe. <laughs> That's why it smells like cat urine. Or just some type of ammonia scent. (laughs) But he just kept re-gifting this box. And eventually he sold it to a middle-aged couple. And three days later, they found the box sitting in front of a shop with a note saying, quote unquote, this has a bad darkness. So Kevin took it home. And while he had the box at home, he began to have nightmares. And when she was walking with a good friend, and when he looked into his friend's eyes, he saw something evil looking back. The friend turned into a gruesome, demonic hag that proceeded to beat him. 
and he'd actually wake up with bruises and marks on his body. Mm. This fucking box. And when his sister and brother and his brother's wife came to stay the night, all of them had the same dream. That's what's crazy. Imagine waking up, like having people over and you're like, Oh, did you just have, Oh my gosh, that'd be weird. If and you all had the dreamed same dream. about this demonic hag. Oh, that's he said creepy. he saw this creepy woman. Ugh. Taking yeah. over all of their dreams. That's mm-hmm. so weird. Yeah. So yeah, sister, brother, his brother's wife and his girlfriend, all the same dream. He also began to see shadow creatures in the home. And as did the visitors, people that were staying with him. So he put the box in the storage unit outside and was soon alerted by the smoke alarm in the unit. And when he went to investigate, there was no smoke, but there was that smell of cat urine, which he had smelled before. He then took the box into the house and began searching the internet for information about the box. While he was doing that, he fell asleep and then had a nightmare and woke up at 4.30 a.m. to the feeling of someone breathing on his neck. Oh, hell no. And to the smell of jasmine flowers. Interesting, it's either jasmine or cat urine. Well, it makes sense if he's seeing a, a, right. a hag, an old woman, you know, like uh, someone, an old woman would probably smell like jasmine flowers. And I wear jasmine all the time. Am I an old woman too? <laughs> Jasmine's delicious. Well, yeah, I'm not saying specifically, but a woman of some sort, mm-hmm. you know, or the and the fact that he's dreaming about this evil, almost like witch, it seems like in a sense. And so he woke up to breathing down his neck and he saw a shadowy figure lurking down the hall. And he's quoted as saying, I find myself walking with a friend, usually someone I know well and trust at some point in the dream. I find myself looking into the eyes of the person that I am with. It is then that I realize that there is something different, something evil looking back at me. At that point in my dream, the person I am with changes into what can only be described as the most gruesome, demonic looking hag that I've ever seen. This hag proceeds then to beat the living shit out of me. That's crazy. Whoa. So at this point, bad luck. I mean, after having so many of these dreams, I'd get rid of this yeah. long before that. Absolutely. Like clearly there's Day something one. wrong with this object, but mm-hmm. he puts the item back on eBay um, and then <laughs> give it to someone else. Yeah. Cause he's like, hopefully somebody out there who knows more about the paranormal will buy it off of me and, you know, take it off my hands. So finally in June, 2003, he was bought by a university student named Losev Nitsky. Nitsky put it back on sale on eBay eight months later after he said roommates suffered insomnia and illnesses in the presence of this item. Where he then sold it to Jason Haxton for $280. Haxton claims to have experienced paranormal activity in the presence of this box, though he also states that it has had an anti-aging effect on him. Which is interesting. Anti-aging? Yeah. So it's like good for skin care? Yeah, I don't know. Well, not skin care because he said he's experienced welts and hives. When he had first had the box and he even experienced coughing up blood and choking. Oh, geez. That's not good. Mm -hmm. He said touching it almost puts it into a liquid state. He relates that while he's had the box, he's seen strange lights and shadows. But he took a different approach to this, um, more of an intelligent academic approach to understanding the box. He enlisted the help of scientists, paranormalists, Kabbalists, Wiccans to put the box into a more manageable state. So he can keep it. And he believes the force contained in the cabinet is neutral, but plays off of who comes in contact with it. Its ultimate goal is to understand and reveal truth, and that it was seeking the right owner to help it. 
and for a long time he kept the box secure in an acacia wood arc lined with 24 karat gold and stashed it into his office. Um, but more recently, he's admitted he ended up putting it into a military-grade shockproof container buried somewhere mm. where it's well-headed and won't be discovered. Oh, interesting. That's kind of a good way to do it. But that was even a while ago because more recently, this guy, Zach Bagans, he's on that Ghost Adventure show. Mm. He's a he's probably the most well-known paranormal expert in the world, I would say. like Everybody knows Zach Bagans. Um, because he owns that haunted museum in Las Vegas, which mm-hmm. has some of them, all of those items, a lot of these items, including those paintings, we, some of those paintings we talked about in there. I would never want to go in there. But Zach Bagans acquired the box from Jason Haxton, who actually Jason Haxton um, worked on a film, I believe, about this box called The Possession in 2012, actually. There was a oh. film done on this box. Um, so then after that, Zach Zach Bagans, he got a hold of it and it's now part of his collection of paranormal objects in his haunted museum. But the last point I wanted to make about this box and most recently is that he keeps it in a room inside of a glass container that contains, you know, the evil or whatever is in this box. And he won't let, he won't just let anybody go in there. Like if you want to go in there, it's, he only allows someone to go in there with him Wow. You have to be with really Zach. Seriously. He takes it very, very seriously. Definitely. Um, and it's never, he's never. Are you oh, charged extra to see this, to go in the special room with him? Well, I don't think he just lets anybody that, that does. it's a so, very, yeah. it's he's like you have to know him personally mm. or you have to be a friend of his to go in there. And I think he might've let some people from the public, like he makes you sign a waiver and everything. But what's interesting is post Malone. Right. Visited the haunted museum and Zach took him into the die buck. Uh, box room and he actually opened it and Zach was touching the box and Post Malone was touching Zach and there's actually a clip of showing uh, what happened there it's pretty interesting just show a little bit of it yeah so Zach opens a box and he uh, Post Malone has his hand on his shoulder and they exit the room together but what's crazy and and makes me believe that this object is in fact uh, haunted or possessed in some way shape or form is that shortly after uh, Post Malone's visit with this object he had a bunch of crazy things happen to him his private jet yeah was forced to make an emergency landing after blowing two tires he was then in a serious car crash and his home was burglarized oh really like, fast shortly, too. shortly yeah. right after it yeah it happened all within like mm-hmm. a month or something of him visiting with the die buck box so Mm. Yeah, you can. You might be get lucky to go see it, but it is in the haunted museum. Just going. So does that mean it just wears off on you after a while? Like the curse kind of goes away? Well, I don't know. We'd have to ask Post Malone about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Like he He looked like he believed in it. Oh yeah. I think he did, and he probably. You know, there's probably a way to remove that from yourself. I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, I would love to go to the haunted museum sometime, though. That'd be cool. There's a lot. If I could do it, there's a lot of interesting stuff there. If you've ever been there, let us know. What your experience was. I just feel like I would feel like sick physically. Well, that there. that's what would be interesting to see is I think it would be a great like telling sign, you know, for you to go in there and see what you feel and what you, How you react. what you experience. Yeah. A lot of people experience Maybe. crazy stuff in there. Oh, it just makes me nervous. What if something attaches to you? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the that's the risk. Right? I get scared even going into like graveyards and walking around like in Scotland. We went to a really cool 
an- yeah. not ancient, but an old graveyard. I mean, it's pr- pretty old. It yeah. was really <laughs> old. And it was creepy being in there. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. It was beautiful. It was cool to see all the structures and how different it was. But and you would think that like that's nervous. where the paranormal activity would be, like all at the graveyards. Yeah. I mean, I think there it's is sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear that many stories, though, about the graveyards. It's like, well, I think it's harder to capture it, like, outside, yeah. probably, than inside of a building of some sort. So, hmm. yeah, that that pretty much wraps up some of the most haunted objects in the world. I mean, I'd love to do an episode on the most haunted places or haunted houses in the world. I love yeah, all this shit. Yeah, maybe we should so do that soon. Yeah, let us know what you guys want to see for next week or the week after that. We are doing um, spooky topics. Oh, I've already got October. one that we're doing that it's been long requested. Okay, cool. But yeah, if you guys have let any other know. ideas, throw them out there. Definitely. Because we might pick yours. Definitely. Let us know what object you think is the most haunted out of all the ones we talked about. Or if there's one that we missed. Like, Or is if there... you've ever had an experience with a haunted yeah, object. I'd yeah. love to hear that because I just really have no experience with this stuff. Not well, most of us haven't, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's just interesting to to think about and talk about and, you know, maybe one day experience. So, yeah, but we'll go ahead and wrap it up there for today, guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Mile Higher podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We did. And uh, yeah, we will uh, see you next time. Stay safe and stay well.